This podcast is sponsored by Underdog. Want to make money making picks on MLB games? Then you have to try Underdog Fantasy, the easiest place to play fantasy sports. In Underdog's Pick'em game, you just pick your favorite baseball players and predict whether they will go higher or lower on stats like strikeouts, hits, and more. Pick to two to five players, get all your picks right, and you can win up to 20 times your money in a single night. Be sure to sign up with the promo code PITCHERLIST and Underdog will double your first deposit up to $100 so you have some bonus cash to start playing with. Again, that's Underdog Fantasy com or underdog fantasy in the app store sign up with promo code pitcher list and get your first deposit doubled up to $100 must be 18 year older 19 year older in Alabama and Nebraska 21 or older in Massachusetts and Arizona and present in a state where underdog fantasy operates terms apply concerned with your play call 1-800-GAMBLER or visit www.ncpgambling.org in Arizona call 1-800-NEXT-STEP in New York call 1-877-8 Hope and why in Tennessee call 1-800-889-9789. What is happening? Welcome to the Plus Pitch Podcast. You're more in pitching podcast from PitcherList.com. My name is Nick Pollock. Today is September 1st. Wow. It's a Friday. Happy Friday. And yeah, we've made it to September. Don't worry. We will be here the entire month to help you win your fantasy leagues. Also, great to see a lot of you today at the Dodgers game. And I'm looking forward to seeing a lot of you in Pasadena, California, on Saturday at 4 p.m. Eastern Time at Dare Wolf. It's going to be a lot of fun. It's, it's your pictureless meetup in California and LA. If uh, you need to find out more about the event, go to twitter.com slash pictureless. You'll see it pinned to the top of the timeline there. All right, Matt Manning uh, led today of eight pitchers. It should be a very quick podcast. You already know by the length of this. Six innings, zero runs, two hits, two walks, and four Ks. This is his fourth straight start of production. One earned run in those four games. PLV really likes Matt Manning. I don't, but it does. It says his fastball is better than I'm giving it credit. He also does chuck a lot of sliders in the zone, and generally if you throw sliders in the zone, PLV likes it, which makes sense. PLV loves sliders that are strikes. (laughs) So I, I understand it. Um, it kind of reminds me of Michael Lorenzen where he's just been throwing these sliders in the zone getting away with it. And he has a really good schedule now. It's the Yankees again, and then the White Sox and the Angels. So I guess we go for it. I don't really love it, but I get it. Ugh, he's at like 93 and change. He's on 95 on the fastball. I don't know. You can go for it. Vargas rule it against these weak teams. I get it. Um, Jacob Junis through four innings of no-hit ball in 58 innings, and he got pulled because the Giants are ridiculous. I would be so upset if I were one of their pitchers. Really, like, Junis should be giving a better chance. Sean Manaya should be giving a better chance. Uh, I mean, it's just so stupid. Uh, Sean Manaya went 80-plus pitches in under four innings. He walked five batters, but it's just... And I feel bad for him. Sean Manaya increases velocity in the offseason gave was given a small chance back in april and then that was it you know we didn't even really know out of the gate felt like the giants right away wanted to do this weirdness and it's silly i i i don't know i'm not a fan obviously <laughs> um braxton garrett against the nationals six innings one and run three hits one walk one strikeout how am i supposed to butter my bread with this but even weirder one whiff on 73 pitches I mean, I've, uh, yeah, that's that's not it. The sinker's not very good. 
uh, and I still feel like this. We got lucky here. I would not be trusting Braxton Garrett. Pedro Avila against the Giants had a really bad third inning. I feel bad for him. There was two errors in that inning. A lot of these unearned runs, but it made it 77 pitches uh, through three. And I don't think he pitched that badly. It was a decent effort at the BSB. That is the Blake Snell blueprint. But yeah, we don't need to be chasing Pedro Avila yet. Mark Schmidt was the very clear streaming pick of the day against the Tigers. It did not work. 4.2 innings, 300 runs. Six hits, three walks, seven cases. So good in four innings. And then all of the base runners came in and scored everything in that fifth frame, including a home run, a walk, and singles, and blah, blah, blah. He's going to get another chance against the Tigers next week. I think I'm still going to roll with Clark Schmidt as a streamer there, too. Spencer Strider was against Lance Lynn. I was tempted to go with Lynn and Outburger, but honestly, you guys know it's Atlanta. So 4.1 innings, 700 runs, 7 hits, 2 walks, and 1 strikeout. It was a really fun game, I gotta say. Second straight start I've seen of Spencer Strider in person. This one, he ran into a little bit of trouble, but it's a lot of golden goal. 17 whiffs, 36% CSW. It's a lot easier to earn that when you only have 7 other pitchers, but he deserved it. Um, yeah, not much more for me to tell you there. With Lance Lynn, I think you keep holding on to this against the Marlins. Don't really let the you know Atlanta really steer you otherwise. And you want to don against the Marlins. Five innings, five runs, nine hits, one walk, and three strikeouts. I just don't think that this stuff is very good. He tried to introduce a changeup. Didn't really do much. And uh, there you go. Um, but that's it for, uh, for Thursday's games. We're going to talk about Friday and Saturday's games after this break. This podcast is sponsored by Underdog. Want to make money making picks on MLB games? Then you have to try Underdog Fantasy, the easiest place to play fantasy sports. In Underdog's Pick'em game, you just pick your favorite baseball players and predict whether they will go higher or lower on stats like strikeouts, hits, and more. Pick to two to five players, get all your picks right, and you can win up to 20 times your money in a single night. Be sure to sign up with the promo code PITCHERLIST and Underdog will double your first deposit up to $100 so you have some bonus cash to start playing with. Again, that's underdogfantasy.com or underdogfantasy in the app store. Sign up with promo code PITCHERLIST and get your first deposit doubled up to $100. Must be 18 year older, 19 year older in Alabama and Nebraska, 21 or older in Massachusetts and Arizona, and present in a state where underdog fantasy operates. Terms apply. Concerned with your play? Call 1 800 Gambler or visit www.ncpgambling.org. In Arizona, call 1 800 Next Step. In New York, call 1 877 Hope and Y. In Tennessee, call 1 800 889 9789. So looking at Friday, we have Zach Wheeler, Tyler Glass now. Freddie Peralta, Max Scherzer, Justin Berliner. These are such easy, obvious starts. Uh, Yuri Perez, um, Kodai Senga, Logan Gilbert, and James Paxson. James Paxson is not at the fastball we wanted recently, but I think you're still going to do it against the Royals. Michael Waka, uh, yeah, he stumbled last time, but it's the Giants. You do that. Eduardo Rodriguez, Graham Ashcraft, such a good run. You do that. Mitch Keller, the cutters are good enough. You do it against the Cardinals. Max Fried, Juli Urias, and Joe Ryan against the such tough opponents. It's Freed versus Arias, so an amazing game for us, but man, I don't know if I want to do those. It's up to you. I haven't been probable. I'm just going to set and forget. Sam and Joe Ryan against Texas. It just ugh. I'm questionable we'll start tier. Leads with JP Sears versus Patrick Sandoval. If you want to pick one or the other as a streamer, go with your gut. For me, it's Sears with just, I think, more consistent strikeout ability against the also terrible offense in the Angels. 
while Patrick Sandoval hasn't had both his changeup and his slider working in a single start for a long time. The rest of this is just all whatever. Um, Carlos Rudon is going against the Astros. I think everyone's kind of given up on him. I haven't yet. I think, I truly do think it's in there for Carlos Rudon. Am I saying do this? No, it's questionable start tier. It's against the Astros. But man, I, I kind of see like a five inning or five and two thirds and eight strikeout game coming for Rodon. I don't know. That's just me. Uh, Dakota Hudson against the Pirates. Maybe he has a slider working again. He didn't have it last time. Jordan Wicks was interesting, but it's in Cincinnati. So I get it. Um, he has a really nice changeup, a good cutter, and a decent 93 mile per hour slide, uh, fastball. And Kenjin Ryu's in cores. Do whatever you want with that. Uh, some are okay with it. I'm not really still. Um, maybe there's an argument to be had that Kyunjin Ryu should be above like Carlos Rodon. I get it, but I, I feel like he's not that elite anyway. So in cores, yeah, not for me. Uh, Cole Irvin can be fine against Arizona Diamex. Maybe you do see a win there. I'm um, Jake Irvin. It's better than you want a Don uh, with uh, Irvin's curveball sinker and four seamer, but not really something I want to chase. Tuki Desan is a strikeout play against the Tigers to round out the questionable start tier. In the do not start tier, you have Zach Davies, Chris Flexen, Cal Quantrill coming back from the IL, and no, I, I don't even want him when he's healthy. Jordan Lyles, Ben Lively, Caleb Killian, and Tristan Beck. Uh, looking at today's starting pitch, sorry, I apologize, Saturday's starting pitchers, you have Luis Castillo, Blake Snell, Aaron Nolik, Kyle Bradish, and Jordan Montgomery, all in the auto start tier. The first three are very obvious, really forced four, and then you have Jordan Montgomery, and no one's benching Jordan Montgomery against the Twins. Probable start tier, Andrew Abbott has not been the guy you want to be it's against the Cubs, and some of you might be worried about it. Honestly, I think he's totally fine, and I think you should just roll with him there. Hunter Brown has been on and off, but it is Yankee, so you're likely going to start him there. Griffin Canning is my stream pick of the day against the Athletics. I like that one. Uh, lots of strikeout potential here. Did really well against the Mets. Oakland, not very good. I think you go with that. Tanner Houck against the Royals. I think his slider looked good last time, and the Royals are not too scary, so uh, I'm okay with that one. Uh, Yusei Kikuchi, Mike Clevenger, and Logan Allen were all kind of in the, the question will start to here at first for me, but then I brought them up into this. Kikuchi in course is better than Ryu, and Kikuchi's been such a good run, really good slider command. I think that's okay. Mike Clevenger against the Tigers, he just looked great, so I guess we do it. Um, I really don't like Clevenger, but I, you know, I get it. You, you start him here, and then Logan Allen against the Rays. He's a Toby, you know. Uh, sure, the Rays. I don't really know how to translate, so fine. I guess it's all right starting Logan Allen there. Question will start here. Reese Olsen just did great against the Yankees and gets the White Sox now. So if you want to buy into that one start from the Yankees, I get it. But it's just one start. We've seen him have these flashes before and they don't stick around. Javier Assad goes into Cincinnati. Uh, that could be very interesting uh, with Assad. I do like the change, sorry, the, the, the cutter and the sinker from him, but it is Cincinnati. So I'm not sure if it's Wicks versus Assad. I think I want to go Wicks. I kind of buy it a little bit more with Wicks, but but then again, Assad has actually done it, so it's up to you. That's a coin flip to me. They both could do it. Neither could do it. Zach Littell goes against the Guardians. If you're trying to get a sneaky win, you might be able to get it there. Same with Paul Blackburn against the Angels. Uh, Drew Rom against the Pirates. It's a 90-91 mile per hour fastball. 
but it's apparently decent and he has a decent breaking bomb. It's maybe, maybe that doesn't work against the pirates. Uh, you have Bobby Miller and Kyle Harrison, which is like, wait, what Nick, why are they here? in like the discussion of Drew Rom, because Bobby Miller gets Atlanta. That's so scary. That's so scary to me. Scarier than Julio Urias getting Atlanta. Then Kyle Harrison. Yes, it was a great start against the Reds in Oracle Park. I watched all of it. Fastball dominated in the zone. The Padres are so good against lefties. And Kyle Harrison's command is not good. It is not a not good command. I think he had an amazing outing. And then it's going to be on his face in this one. I'm scared of it, but... If you need to chase something, like, I get it. I could be very wrong. He could repeat it. So he's here. I think there's a massively low floor here. Uh, Bailey Falter against the Cardinals is also here. Alec Marsh against the the Rat Sox as well. Both of those could come through. They're not the toughest matchups, and we've seen them have some success. I mean, Marsh has gone these nights strikeout games, so maybe that does work. Slate Sony, David Peterson, and Trevor Williams and Bryce Elder lead off this. So Sony maybe does it. I don't like what he does. Same with Peterson and Trevor Williams. You've seen him have some rare success. Bryce Elder gets Atlanta. Sorry, uh, for Atlanta gets the Dodgers. No, thank you. Luis Severino gets the Astros. No. Ty Block gets the Jays in cores. Brian Homing has a chance against the Nationals, but it might go just four innings. Uh, I don't know who's going for the Brewers at the moment. But even whoever whoever it is is still better than Dallas Keuchel against the Rangers. Absolutely not. All right, that is it for today. Uh, thanks so much for the support. Sorry for the quick one, but really, you know, only eight pitchers today uh, doesn't really give me much of an option there. But that is it. So my name is Nick Pollock. It may be about to be low, and your strikeouts high.